Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Suicide Squad by each individual minute. My name's Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And today, we're talking about minute number 77 of Suicide Squad. And the minute's going to start out with Joker finishing his oath uh, to Harley Quinn, Harleen Quinzel. And the minute's going to end with Joker swan diving off the uh, Gerudo Valley cliff into Lake Hylia. I'm sorry, he's actually diving into the chemical vat at Ace Chemicals. Good correction there, Nate. Ba-boom. I myself was fooled. Yeah. Um, speaking about being fooled, um, how do you feel about this minute after what we said in Monday's minute? Anything changed for you? No, I don't like Monday's minute. I like this one because yesterday I was talking all about Joker's lack of remorse. Um. But I mean, it's 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 evident in this minute, which is cool. I like that he does have this fight with himself and then jumps in. I like that. Mm-hmm. I've always liked that. Yes. I didn't like the lead up to that. Yes. It 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 does seem like it it begs more questions, <laughs> um, because it's not as direct as we want origin a origin b origin c like we have all these different types of of ways that they should go about this relationship right like there's so many there's so much input that we have but this origin take is is different in the sense that it starts with this origin between this relationship of theirs starts with him being manipulative controlling her and then he wants something to deal with her and then and then she's you know she's um, attached to him and, and asking to be with him and all those things. And then they get brought here. And then in this third flashback, they're going about like this initiation thing where it's like, all right, you want to be with me? Then you got to do this thing. And then she jumps in because he says that this is the only way to do it. And then he is kind of like, all right, <laughs> time to get out of here, right? Is mm-hmm. that what's going on? Or is that just me? No, I think that's what it it is, and I think it's played out beautifully. But just that, that, all right, time to get out of here. Yeah. And then the, oh, crap, all right. So what is that then? Remorse. Remorse? Maybe even a little bit of regret. He knows it's not going to kill her, though, right? No, I think he's expecting it to kill her and i think um the whole uh you know will you live for me will you, will you yeah well will you live for me is a is a little bit of a answer to him it just mm-hmm. could have been worded better like i think he's expecting her to die um yeah he's expecting her to die so he's about to walk out and be like all right what's done is done i'm out of here and then has a feeling of remorse I like that Joker wants someone to be with him, but I want him to be more reluctant about it. I don't want him as accepting of Harley Quinn as he is in this movie. Hmm. I don't know what I want from him. And I I think it's because he's, it's like he's clearly in love in this movie. And I don't necessarily know if I like that. In modern time, in the present yeah, time, yeah. he is, for sure. Yes. He's in love. Yeah. And I don't think I like that. 
I would rather it be him chasing after Harley Quinn because property chaos oh. property yeah because it's just like something to do something to play with mm-hmm. versus I stole my toy yeah versus well no not that versus you stole my toy you stole my property I don't I don't I don't really want Joker to uh, be possessive over Harley Quinn because mm-hmm. I want Harley Quinn to be her own but I kind of want him. I feel like I wanted him to be like, all right, whatever gets you out of my hair. I mean, like he let Joker or he let Batman take her. He did all these things like he left her in the car. Uh, You know, I want more of that, more of Joker being a jerk to his girlfriend because that's what it's supposed to be. Not saying that I like that in real life, Mark. I don't no, like no, that. No, That's no. mean. That's rude. People shouldn't be like that. But when it comes to the Joker character, treat your girlfriend like crap. Because mm-hmm. that's what you're supposed to do. And you're supposed to have her leave you and be independent. That's the story. And be better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I just, I'm just trying to think. Um, I'm trying to think, is this the best that they could have done? with what they wanted to do not with what we wanted you know so yes i, don't I think it's what the best that they could have done with what they wanted to do yeah okay i think so okay okay um, the fact that he goes back for her I, yeah that's what well that's what i like about, about it to leave yeah is, and then I, I like, yeah. and then have that and then turns around and goes back yeah that that's what i almost like saves it yeah yeah completely where i'm like mm-hmm. okay that that's what i expected yeah that's what should be happening but I don't like this. Uh, I guess this is also Joker falling in love with her as she's falling into the vat, you know, and and mm. uh, like you know, because they have in tomorrow's minute where they come up and they're all swirling and 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 kissing and and mm. embracing each other, and it's like, okay, well now you're clearly in love. An hour ago, you didn't want anything to do with her. Yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. On the highway, didn't want anything to do with mm-hmm. her. So maybe he just was in denial this whole time, even on the highway. Denial that you're what, falling in love, infatuated, infatuated with someone. With someone? Mm. He's infatuated with Batman, though. True. So it's not uh, um, foreign to Joker to have these types of feelings. At least with me, for me though, I've always felt that. I don't know if it's true in this universe. This Batman I saw I saw a tweet from DC um, where it was something talking about Joker and it was uh, essentially um, you know they they compared him to his uh, worst enemy or love interest kind of thing it was yeah. worded like that I wonder if I could find it but, but uh, it was it was like but DC not in this is, universe well I don't know DC from their Twitter feed is aware that Joker and Batman have an intimate relationship I and think that so. is yeah that's bottom line that's truth guys they both are in love yeah. with each other it's just a terrible type of love um, definitely fascinated with one another so seeing joker fall in love with with harley quinn is just a little um i don't know it's a little jump the sharky if, if maybe the time when harley quinn was, wasn't a character and they added her on for female or whatever the hell they added her on for it wasn't so joker and batman intimacy uh, I don't know when that notion started to come up, where that notion of I need you, you need me, we are symbiotic. It was when that started, it, he was always abusive to her. She was very like she is 
Joker's number one fan. That was the relationship. It wasn't a mutual relationship. It wasn't yeah. mad love. It was just, I'm your biggest fan and your number one henchman mm-hmm. sidekick. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And um, that's that's pretty much how it started. And it was he was always abusive, just straight abusive, not not in this. I'm abusive because I'm in denial that I'm in love with you. Just like I ask you to do something, you don't do it, and you get smacked. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure there was some scenes in Bruce Tim where he's hitting Harley Quinn. Yeah, it's it's a very um, because it's Warner Brothers and and they kind of have I don't know just. Warner Brothers animation slapstick is is something that was in those cartoons, mm-hmm. but because it was Batman and it was a darker show, it was starting to be looked at in a different way. Where it was like, wait a minute, normally wait a minute, you I, shouldn't hit a woman. Normally, I'm used to like henchmen being dumb and and getting you know abused by their fearless leader for it. But then when it was the Batman animated series and Joker was doing it to Harley Quinn, you started to think on a more mature level and go, wait a minute, that's fucked up. Yeah, and um. So yeah, that that was the evolution of you know that was the origins of their uh, relationship, their history, um, and and this has become the evolution of it. And so I don't, I'm glad they do this little bit where he second guesses abandoning her because that that is that does it evolve? The fact that he was about to leave would have been the would have been would have been on the right track. I just, I don't want the takeaway from this to be that this is a, a romance that someone should seek. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's clearly not. It's hard to tiptoe the line of saying this is right, this is wrong for their relationship because... No, but we have to look at, so we can't look at it, look at it as a relationship aspect. Yeah. We have to look at look at it as the characters. Are they, tr- yeah, are they true to their... Uh, source material kind of thing um but then that kind of breaks the mold because we're trained what to, is the to source not, material now yeah we're trained to not ask that question when directors are taking their own take on the stories we automatically go back to the source material and and a lot of times it's accurate and they pull from it mm-hmm. um but a joker and harley quinn relationship it shouldn't be uh, yeah. you can't be, you can't have the que- source material yeah it needs to evolve it does need to evolve and you can't have the questions of is he doing the right thing because he's not he already day one joker is not doing the right thing at a love interest he's clearly not going to be doing the right thing mm-hmm. and i feel like that's also how harley quinn has evolved through these mm-hmm. past few years with her uh independent book and all these things like that she is becoming more of her own character that's an evolution. Joker not being tied to Harley Quinn is also an evolution, getting him away from this misogynistic attitude that he has. I don't. He doesn't need to be obsessive over Harley Quinn anymore because he has Batman to obsess over. That's the evolution. You know, I think the we we talk a lot about the in the past when we first started this project. We talked a lot about how the licensed music, um, you know, it's a highly debated topic. You know, you have Stephen Price music, but then you have these licensed music, these licensed songs that are meant to quickly set the tone of of the minute. Um, the song that plays here, I think, gives it sets the tone immediately. 
but I think it sets the wrong tone. And I think that's the tone that we don't want. I'm getting a romantic feel from this music. You're getting a music, music video, like yeah. an MTV love music video. Yeah, like like a yeah a romantic something yeah. R&B, Singing like, in the Rain. Yeah, I think it's Kehlani and the song is Gangsta. But it's like her her sequence of falling into that is a music video. Yeah. Like, And it's a music video of, of falling in love, right? And I think that's the thing that I'm like, kind of weird but if like let's say Steven is that Price, the imagery we're trying to for her di- diving backwards is supposed to be all right you're falling in love the things you do for love that's I guess. on the nose uh it is kind of on the nose isn't it yeah but um um i'm trying to think with Stephen price music and i'm trying to especially the scene where he's about to walk out of there like with his you know like his job is done he can leave now with with more composed music with the with the film i think it might set a more eerie tone yeah and with the Stephen price music that initiation part you know it might have the audience going something's not right here like something's adding up but Mm -hmm. when it's this licensed song it's giving you the the vibe that what's happening is a more positive thing yeah Right, yeah, and, and so I think the maybe the music is is the biggest culprit here because it's setting the tone, but it's setting the wrong tone. It's setting a tone, but it's setting the wrong one. And I think this is definitely a a, a scene that, with the Stephen Price music, totally different story. Like if you show someone this scene with that song, show this scene again to a different person with Stephen Price, they'd give you two different analyzations of what happened in this minute i i'm inclined to agree with you have you seen a no one no no one one, everyone does like this justice league like this is my version of what Zack snyder did with justice league no one is doing this david air version of suicide squad and it baffles me because it's probably easier to do all the resources are there and and no one's doing it and and we just kind of have to. I mean, I've listened to the the original soundtrack many times, mm-hmm. and I feel a different movie there. Uh, and I think it could work. I think they could definitely turn around with just the music itself. They don't even have to re-edit the film that much and rearrange scenes. Just put all Stephen Price music and see what happens. Um, but uh, he. Joker pretty much regrets his decision and jumps in after her. Um, and that's pretty much it. Scary jump. It is, yeah, they do a good job with the... I, I like his falling animation. I like it a lot. Um, I like that it shows two rows of vats and then it pans down to a third row, um, adding more depth into his, his fall. Yeah. Um, it looks like he's falling much further, which is great. Um. Man, and he just dives head first. I guess you can't get worse, right? You're already jokered. You can't. I mean, he could essentially take a bath in these things, right? I mean, put some jets in there. Does it revive yeah. his jokerness? Does it, does it make does him crazier? It, does it add on more jokerness to him? Get him a different shade of lipstick. Does it make lipstick? him more crazy every time he jumps in? Does it add eyeshadow? It looks like he has eyeshadow for one shot. And, and, I've never seen him. That's scary. Yeah, that, he looks like a like a skullboy from Mad Max. He looks like Diablo. 
And I don't remember him having black makeup around the eyes, but only in this shot does he have it. Mm -hmm. And so it's weird. It's it's almost like I don't I don't think he's because he doesn't have that. When we see Joker in this movie, he doesn't have dark circles painted around the eyes, but he does in this shot. So I guess it's just because of lighting. It might be lighting, or maybe they tried something and they decided against it. I'm not sure. Maybe he does have eyeshadow. Maybe he does. Um, Should I try to find a picture? No. Okay. We'll look it up tomorrow, and then we'll come back. Okay. (laughs) Does that sound cool? Yeah, why not? All right, cool. Uh, We're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minutes and the Facebook group to DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. And definitely send us some positive feedback. It helps the show out. It helps others find it. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 78 of Suicide Squad. 